The Big Dream at Sparked Ignite Conference. An interview with Pat Keating. So I'm joined today with Pat Keady from Ignite Youth. How are you going, Pat? Good, thanks, Luke. How are you doing? Yeah, well, thanks. Now, I'm speaking to you because we have the Ignite Conference uh, 2017 come coming up uh, in just about a week's time, actually, uh, just over a week. And, um, yeah, it's getting yeah, very close. It's very exciting. We'll be up there with Cradio. Um, but I firstly thanks. wanted to ask you specifically about um, yourself, your own journey. Um, how did you, how did, I guess, did you come to Ignite Youth? But I guess more broadly, um, how did you come to, to a relationship with Christ um, and how did he lead you to the point you're at today? Yeah, wow. Well, if we've got a couple of hours, we'll go there. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe the more I'll, truncated I'll version, the short but... <laughs> version. The short version is, oh, look, I grew up in a small town, uh, going to Mass, just living on a farm. And I did, you know, I had a faith, but it, it was a, like a just go to Mass on Sundays sort of faith and it it wasn't something that I thought needed to direct my life, so to speak. You know, I, I was a, I'm a musician, so I pursued a career in music. And um, the the long and short of it, I, I, I studied um, music at university and, and got a scholarship to go to Los Angeles. And I pursued the whole my my plan for my life sort of um, approach. And I just found it become more and more empty. And everywhere I went, I kept on running into. Christians and they weren't necessarily Catholics, but they were some of them were, but many of them weren't, and I didn't even know those existed. And they all seemed to really believe in Jesus Christ, like uh, he was the one in the driving seat of their life. And it was just, uh, it was challenging personally, but it was also intriguing and attractive. And I thought, wow, I want what I want what they've got. What have they got? And it was really just a relationship with Jesus that I was. I, I, I had, but it hadn't been fully developed and it hadn't been fully released and, and opened up. So I went on a real journey where, where I, I travelled overseas for a long time. I went through a fair period where I actually left the Catholic Church and, and just in, it, in, a, in a sort of, not in a bitter way, but more of an exploration way just to see what else was out there, you know. And I, I used to go to a different church every, every week, everywhere I travelled. And my eyes were open to just this larger world that I just didn't realise existed from my small hometown of Canamble, 3,000 people, you know, at, um, you know, the organ on Sunday. So uh, I was like, wow, there's this whole world of Christian faith that I just was exposed to and it really helped my own Christian faith come alive. So it was a very ecumenical journey uh, for me. I, I had questions with the Catholic Church that needed resolving, so when I finally came back to Australia, I was like, I have these questions and I need people who understand what I've experienced because by then I'd had quite powerful experiences of uh, just a personal conversion to Christ himself. I remember reading Me Christianity in London, the book by C.S. Lewis, um, and it's just I was just amazed. It was like I'd known this story, but it was like I was hearing it for the first time. So I went on a long journey and then my return to the Catholic Church was uh, thanks to the influence of a ministry called Net Ministries, and I came to Brisbane to, to serve with Net Ministries, and um, that's where I met my now wife, Kim Keady, uh, who's a founder and director of um, Real Talk Australia. She wasn't at the time, though. No. She was a 17-year-old, and we just met in Brisbane, and we went travelling around Australia with a whole bunch of other people sharing the good news in Catholic schools. And I guess my faith came alive. I, I, in Brisbane, I ran into this community called the Emmanuel Community, 
and they were like a charismatic community in the Catholic Church. I didn't even know those two words could be put in the same sentence. So it was, it, I was in shock. I'm like, what the hell? Like, who, who's been keeping this whole thing a secret? I didn't know that um, things like praise and worship or expressive worship and gifts of the Spirit were allowed in the Catholic Church. And I, I, I wasn't even aware of this thing called, um, you know, renewal in the Spirit, charismatic renewal or anything like that. And I think my journey was going, wow, there's people in the church who are passionate about Jesus and really love him and with their whole lives and want to want to serve and tell others about him. And I wanted to, I wanted to hang around with those people. So my journey went, my wife and I eventually got married. We said, let's where are we going to put down roots? And we really felt called to join the Emmanuel community. And as a musician, my you just use your gifts wherever you find yourself, right? So um, one, once upon a time there was no such thing as an Ignite conference. Um, but I was in the ministry called Emmanuel Worship, which is the, the worship ministry of Emmanuel community. And we had a dream of writing our own songs like Hillsong did, you know, and thought, what if we could do that? Why do we always have to use other people's songs? Imagine imagine Catholics writing their own music and, and doing it really well and being powerful. And let's, let's do that. Let's record a CD. We're so excited. And we did that in 2001 at the very first Ignite conference. And, and that's my, my sort of journey was just like following, following the Spirit's action in my life, the, the river of the Spirit in my life, I just sort of, I was open to being to following wherever he led. So uh, it, this, I just followed the path and, yeah, as I said, it led me overseas, it led me back to Australia, it led me out of the Catholic Church, back to the Catholic Church, it led me to Net Ministries, it led me to a manual community, it led me to my wife. And then just through ministering and serving, using my musical gifts with Emmanuel Worship, it led me being part of the Ignite Conference. And uh, my wife and I have just been fully 200% involved in that mission ever since, not just the conference, but I guess the sort of ministry that represents for us, which was renewal in, in the, of the Catholic Church in Australia, but with a particular big heart for young people. We just love young people. We, uh, I was always driven by a desire to to speak to and reach out to the other little Patrick Cooties in small towns around Australia like me. You know, I, I, I remember getting to one point where I thought, why didn't someone tell me that a relationship with Jesus could be real and alive and um, and maybe they had and maybe I hadn't been listening. But I, I wanted I, – my own experience led me to want to fill in the gaps for people like me who maybe didn't even know that their Catholic faith could be a dynamic, powerful, personal relationship with Christ, you know. So that's – how about that for a start? That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a great start. You've done very well to pack all of that, several hours worth, <laughs> into yeah. about six minutes there. Um I guess I also wanted to ask you, just about, you mentioned there that with Ignite Conference, that you were there sort of at the beginning. What was really the inspiration behind starting something like that up? And did you really envision, I guess, that there would be one day hundreds, thousands of young people coming from all over Australia to Brisbane for this? Well, yes. Um, maybe, we, maybe we didn't. Yeah, we did vision. These are the sorts of things. Was, um, there's a guy called James Garrity. Uh, who was the leader of Emmanuel Worship at the time, and it was really his vision and, and baby. And together as a as a worship ministry of Emmanuel, we got together and we dreamed, what if one day, what if we filled the Gabba, you know? What if we have, you know, um, we used to do youth rallies, and, and we'd start to see that what if we took this on a big scale? What if, you know? And so we used to dream pretty big, <laughs> bigger than we've even achieved now. 
remembering this is pre-World Youth Day, so we, none of us had seen in Australia the kind of ministry, the kind of activity that World Youth Day brought around in 2008. So this was, um, uh, we sort of, we saw it in our mind's eye, but yes, you, you probably don't really believe it's possible until you're going there. And so we started with only, I don't know, under definitely under 300 at first conference, like 250 people max. And, and but what was wonderful that it wasn't just about us, it wasn't an Emmanuel community um it, the vision for it was let's share the gift that we have in, in contemporary music and arts. It started out started out as like an arts conference, you know, drama, um, creativity, multimedia, music, all that sort of thing. And then we said, well, we better have a leadership stream in there and, uh, and definitely with a strong thing on youth. So let's focus on youth ministry, a bit of leadership and, you know, creative, creative arts. Um, and, I, and then it just grew as – People showed interest because our vision at the start then was always let's invite other people, teachers, school students, people from other parishes. And I I guess why it's grown is because our vision has always been to serve the the broader church and also to draw in people from the wider church, but not so they have to leave what they're doing and come and join what we're doing, but to come and be filled up and inspired by what we're doing and then go back and make a change. Where they are, so I, th- I think people felt free to come and uh, and have that injection, that ignition, so to speak, uh, and and then they feel like they've got some power to go go, go another twelve months, <laughs> uh, making change in their corner of the country. Yeah, it really shows that you're doing a good thing, though, as well, because it shows that that the fruits aren't you know simply contained um, within Ignite or within Emmanuel, but it's mm. for the whole of the Church of Australia, as you've said, you know, and those fruits have shown. Um, so what about Ignite Conference this year? Um, what, what are the plans for this year? What are some of the highlights? Um, why should people come along? I mean, it's only a week away. <laughs> I don't know if your regos are still up, but nonetheless, yeah. you know, I'm sure you can take some latecomers, surely. <laughs> we can definitely take latecomers until, mm, well, we're still, we're still taking them at the moment. So, awesome. uh, to, at least to the end of the week, I believe we're up to about 1350 at the moment. Wow. Um, we're, we're excited and um, the the theme is always a big journey for us, and each year we feel we do pray about the thing we talk about. What does God want to say? Because it becomes a big part of the journey of what the speakers talk about, and and the journey we take people on. We don't feel like it's a concert every night that's completely unrelated to the one before. For us, it's a journey from Thursday to Friday morning to Friday night to Saturday, and we there's this real rhythm leading to a usually a powerful focus on the Holy Spirit on the Saturday night and focus on mission and change on the Sunday. And so the theme this year is come. We have a friend who works in, in Ireland for Net Ministries in Ireland and uh, Becca Crouch. She was always a part of uh, manual worship back in the day. Uh, she had a sense about this word and she she rang us and, and told us about it. So we've, all, we've already got a vision and a word for the next year's conference which we'll be revealing at the conference. So we feel like God is speaking to us. And and the, and the word for come, my wife just shared with us, I just feel like this is uh, this is what God wants to say. It's, it's like come. Sometimes we explore different words like come away, come with me, and we go, no, there's so much to be said just around inviting people to come. And then we realise what Jesus said, you know, come to me on the water. You know, come to me all you are hungry, you know, and weary and burdened and I'll give you rest. Yeah, come and see. Where are you staying? Come and see. So very much the vision for this year is we, every year, people invite their friends who have not been exposed to Christian faith in a big way at all. And so we have a lot of first-timers who are rocking up 
who've been invited literally to come and see by a friend or by a parent or by a teacher or something. Um, and I think every year that's what happens is people have a taste of, wow, I had never experienced anything like this before. And usually the world gets rocked and we're very excited about that. This year we've got um, Chika Enwu from USA, uh, from Life Team, visiting from overseas. So she'll be one of our key speakers, Brendan Malone, Focus on the family, New Zealand coming over. I'm, I'm just excited. We've got people coming from Darwin, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, like all around the country. Part of the conference is simply that happened. The energy that happens when people gather together, there's already, you can't go wrong, when there's already people to gather together who've come almost on pilgrimage, they bring their own energy and excitement with them. So I think the Holy Spirit in the people who gather, that makes half the conference. But we're led. Uh, this year, the Manual Worship Band have been writing brand new material. That they feel inspired by it. They've been thinking about the, the theme come and they've written songs with that with that theme in the music and they're planning to do a live recording of the album this year, uh, at the conference this year. So we're looking forward to that. And they've been rehearsing twice a week for the last month and a half. So um, there's a lot of anticipation and excitement around that yeah, sort of stuff. sounds wonderful. Sounds great. Um, well, as I said, we'll be up there next week. Um, we'll have a stall and we'll be coming along, doing a lot of interviews and just experiencing it with everyone else. So I'm very excited um, and I hope our listeners are as well. Um, and so, yeah, thank you very much, Pat, for, for all your work and for your service to the church and to, to Christ um, in, in evangelizing the way that you have. Thank you very much, Luke. That was Pat Keady with The Big Dream That Sparked Ignite Conference. To find out more about Ignite Youth and Ignite Conference, visit igniteyouth.com. And for more interviews, talks and shows, visit cradio.org.au.